0: Moncrief on News Talk. Cork City Council has just announced that it's getting rid of the remaining phone boxes in the city centre and negotiating with AIR to replace them with what's described as phone kiosks. Now, you might not even have noticed, but these chaos have made an appearance in other parts of the country too. News talks, where am I going to pee now? Correspondent Henry McKean has been looking into this exciting development. Good afternoon, Henry. Is is this a sad day, do you think? Do you yeah, think?
1: Sean, you're right. They were used as public urinals uh, and sometimes antisocial behaviour would happen them also. And some of them were vandalised. But yeah, I mean, it is interesting to see. I remember growing up, um, I used to basically get 20p from my parents for an emergency phone call in case I needed to ring them, spend that on sweets, yeah. And then I would have to make that emergency phone call sometimes <laughs> and I'd reverse the charges on them. And I remember my parents uh, used to say, I'm not going to accept. They knew it was me. I'm not going to accept because reverse oh, charges really? were oh, really wow. quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it, it is interesting because they went away. I remember being in Westport in 2009. They were losing their last uh, phone booth. Here we are all these years later. And in a way, they're making a, a tiny bit of a comeback. Uh, I got to ask people, have they ever used a phone box? And older people, um, do they miss them? Do you miss the old-fashioned phone booth where we're standing now just off Grafton Street there was one just there they've removed it only recently do you miss them
2: no not at all we have our mobiles now so we have no need for them
1: you don't think there's any use for them anymore no and do you remember growing up going into the phone booth and making calls rarely now and again yeah You, you made your calls from home did you I did yeah have you ever used a phone booth I uh, have not, no. Never? Never. You wouldn't know how to no, even no. start? No, never used in my entire life phone booth. Have you used a phone booth before? Yes, I have, indeed. When did you use one? Oh, years ago, back in London. In London, like a red one? Yes, the red, the red London red And you just boxes. did it for, like, nostalgic reasons or just to oh, try it? Oh, definitely,
3: yes.
4: Went who in did the... you
1: call? Or you just went just, inside it?
3: No,
4: I went in and I tried to call my mum, but it didn't work. It wouldn't work? <laughs> it wouldn't work, though. <laughs> no, so it was it a very... And Practical.
1: H- how do you feel about bringing back a phone booth? How do you feel about that?
4: Honestly, there are so many people with phones nowadays that I don't know if it would get used that much, but honestly, it's such like a nostalgic piece of just...
1: And have you ever used a phone booth before?
2: I've been inside one, but I haven't like. What were you anyone. doing inside? I don't know, probably touristy things. Like, <laughs> just to London, have a look yeah. inside? Yeah.
1: And bringing them back here, they're going to be advertising, hoarding. they brought them back to Dublin, and they're bringing them to Cork. Do we need them? We know that sometimes homeless people like to use them to ring the free phone to get a hostel. They're good for that. But do we need them for any other reason?
2: A lot of people do have phones, so they wouldn't get us used as much as like they would have... Before mobile
3: phones? I actually only saw one this morning and I remembered that they were all, all the rage. Well, they were, and no, people didn't have anything we else. They had no other option. No other option, I absolutely agree. They should be available, to, particularly for older people who might find it difficult. A lot of the stuff is going on to um, digital platforms and a lot of older people can't cope. And it's just, it would be reassuring for older people to, to know that they could make a phone call. I'm
1: looking for a phone booth. Where did you see it?
3: Uh, I saw it outside the Davenport Hotel.
1: The Davenport have one. Yeah,
3: just outside the door. And it's a wheelchair accessible uh, payphone. So in the street or inside in, the... In the street,
1: yeah.
2: Wow.
3: Yeah, on the street. And as well as that, if you're stranded in town, if your bag is robbed or your phone is robbed and you need to ring a, a taxi or ring somebody for help, what are you going to do? If somebody approached me to use my phone in, 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 in late in the evening, I wouldn't give it to them. So it's... Public safety.
1: We still need it, and for homeless people
3: too. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. How are they going to access um, shelter, accommodation, or check what's available? I agree, absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. Are they still there, those phone bo- uh, boxes outside the Davenport Hotel? In yeah. Dublin? Yeah. So there
1: are a few. I mean, for example, Cork, when they remove them, they're removing them now. They're only going to have nine of these new kind of digital kiosks. In Dublin, it's about 20. We have them already. And the, the News Talk uh, production team did uh, reach out to air and they do say uh, lots of things. They're describing it as a, an innovative replacement program, but the numbers are Unbelievable! The the drop from having six thousand payphones across the country. Now we're looking at just hundreds, uh, three hundred and fifty public payphones, and that's dropping by the day in the whole country. So just a, a huge um, change, and it's all about demand, and it's 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 back to mm-hmm. the whole mobile phone, how the the mobile. I still call them mobile phones. I think most people now just call them phones.
0: phones. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, and I still have a landline. I can't yeah. get rid of my landline. But the old, you know, the old kind of mm. green. Uh. Yeah. Phone boxes. Yes. They were kind of nice, you know. They Absolute, were they were nicely made and they were beautiful. Things. I'm going to say something a little bit controversial. I think I prefer them to
1: the 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 London uh, phone box, the red one. I, I kind yeah. of like them. They're kind of white and concrete with a bit of green. Yeah, uh, more of a a, a simple uh, design. But yeah, there, there is uh, there is a, a guy, uh, Paul Murphy. He renovates them and he sells them on. Um, and sometimes he even builds them from scratch uh, to the same spec. Uh, he runs phoneboxman.com. I met him up in his. Phone Yard just on the Dublin-Meath border in his workshop. Uh, they cost about 5000 to buy.
4: Well, it started um, about seven or eight years ago. Uh, I, I love the history and old things, and especially things that that I grew up with. I was born in the 60s, grew up in the 70s, and there was phone boxes everywhere. And at that stage, you had to phone home to your mummy if you were going to be late or if you were looking for a lift or whatever. So, And you had to find a phone box to do that. You didn't have your mobile phone. So they meant a lot to a lot of people of a certain age. They mean a lot. I was out of work. I'd, I'd been working in corporate uh, security, CCTV. Put the cameras into Crow Park, big jobs, big contracts, and uh, I was suffering from depression and anxiety. And I was out of work, and I seen one for sale in Dundale. And not working, I was a bit uh, nervous buying it. I said to the wife, "Can I buy that phone box? It's it's a pile of concrete. It's a mess. Like it's just it's in bits." But uh, she said, "Yeah, go on and keep you busy." So I got bought it. And that's how it all started. So I did that phone box in my front garden and everyone was stopping and talking to me and everyone taking interest and people were giving me bits and people giving me a phone for it, people gave me handles and stuff. So that, that's how it all started and, and you realise then that everyone loves the old Irish phone
1: boxes. So we're here at your workshop. We've just stepped outside. You've got a, a British yeah. red telephone <laughs> yes. box you still see in London. I love
4: them too. I love them. I just think they're iconic. I know a lot of the Irish people made that but I just think the cast are, oh, they are. They're a beautiful design. Um,
1: no one wants to buy that one, Because we're in the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> and believe it or not, we can see the border from here. Yeah, that's right. In Balbrigan, right. we can yeah. see the Mourn Mountains. We do have an Irish uh, foam box here, concrete. Uh, it's, it hasn't been built. It's been taken apart.
4: Yeah, yeah. This is, the, this is some of the parts of it. And they usually come with damage, and I have to make repair them. The first thing that goes is the windows, these, these mullions for the windows. So I, I have, I have moulds now. I, I actually make replicas as well. Because I know there's a, a finite number of originals out there. I've only one original left. You might have seen it when you drove in. I it's did. Outside I went it. right past it. Yeah. That's, that's the, the last original one I have that will probably go fairly quick because I have a few people interested in it. And I, I make replicas. I have moulds made up. A guys in Dublin made, made moulds from an original. So the replicas I make are exactly the same. And that's actually that top part, top side is a replica. The other two are originals. So I, I, will, I will make the, the replicas or I'll repair the windows on the originals and get them back up to perfect.
0: That was Paul Murphy there, uh, the phone box man. Uh, one to Ed says, a friend of mine got cautioned by the guards for having sex in a phone box on, uh, uh college, uh, RDS uh, outside the gates of UCC many years ago. It's now a running joke on our WhatsApp group. It's also used as a location reference whenever any of us are in any part of the city, uh, says Ed in uh, connection with uh, that particular phone box where somebody. Fair mm. use of their dexterity yeah. to be able to do it well, in a phone I, I think box, that's it's a very amazing. restricted space.
1: Uh, absolutely, and I know right. people try and break a record to fit the, as, as many people as possible into a phone uh, booth. But you're right; you know they must have been quite a slim couple for them to get in and to be able to make love in the phone box because yeah. you've
0: got the phone. We don't know what they were doing precisely. Well, true, what true, the, we don't. What, what the things were? But no, it was of a sexual nature. Passion. One, yes. one, uh, one assumes M- romance. Uh, I used to work for the P and T during mm. maintenance on the old A B boxes. One of them was common faults, was the mechanism would be clubbed, uh, clogged with shilling coins, paid for a couple of pints at lunchtime. Don't mention my name in case they come after me, says Ed Dalkin. Uh, Helen says, uh, there's an own green phone box in our local pub's garden. There's one in Stony as well that was decommissioned, but I agree they are pretty. Uh, Seamus says, I went to visit friends in college in Limerick. I wanted to phone home from a phone box. And one guy said fire to the phone book as I stood in it. The whole fucking thing called fire. Um, <laughs> the things people do when they thought when they were young and they thought were clever. Uh, a book I read recently had a thing called a wind phone, which was a disconnected payphone painted white, which could be used by bereaved people to speak to a loved one who had passed away. That's beautiful. It is, but also creepy. Uh, I yeah. mean, I mean, if you pass a white mm. phone box and there's somebody in there, yeah. you go woo. Okay. No, it's, I mean, like, I, I ran Speaking through. To, you know, is you it know, a long conversation they're having in like, there? I think
1: it's, it's kind of nice to speak to the dead. I mean, I ran through a graveyard the other day and I don't know, I took it the wrong route and it was, it was beautiful, but yeah. I, no one spoke to me now. There okay. was no ghosts. When you say you ran through it, were you running? I was, tr- I was, you know, rejoined the running club and uh, oh, couldn't right. keep up with them, so I took a shortcut uh, through, uh, through through gra- uh, this beautiful round tower graveyard. Uh, stunning. But it was very dark. But there was no ghosts. Ooh. Nobody talked to me. Okay. Um, but if there was a phone booth, a white phone booth, I might have gone in there and said hi
0: yeah. to a few, of, few people that have passed. <laughs> I, yes, Lots lovely. of hands. And no, speak to me first. Uh, keep the phone booths and put defibrillators or book libraries uh, into mm-hmm. them, uh, says another text. So, and yeah. people
1: do 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 that, no, they do. They. I mean, Dfibs around the country, uh, as you said, library or information screens. I popped over to that lovely rural uh, mountainous Dublin village, the Knoll, and I came across one of these touchscreen uh, things that told you about Fingal uh, and also the Arts Council, and I met Paul Birmingham.
5: My memories of the phone box uh, go back to the uh, late 1970s, uh, uh, early eighties, and the reason being is that uh, I used to work uh, in the post and telegraphs you did? engineering branch. We would have came across the old phone box and done maintenance before the old AB black phones. there used to be magneto phones. Telephonists in the exchange would see a clicker coming down, that's, and then they process the phone with the uh, with jacks with and so wires. It's it? like little. House in the prairie switchboards. So Some very old fashioned. Yes, yes. And uh, so then it, it, technology moved on. I'm really, really delighted to see this. Uh, it's uh, an art um, Fingal art arts uh, thing. I haven't actually used it for one just yet, but um, to see it repurposed uh, from, you know, technology, everybody uses mobiles now. Um, but to see it actually repurposed and save you know the original, the, the, the original, so you the love original. It. and it's right outside the Seamus Innes Centre, which is a, 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 a cultural centre here in the north North County, Dublin. So it would have a, a lovely little restaurant, cafe, but also has a music centre. But just to come outside and see the preservation of this box is really, really good. It's very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, Paul Birmingham there uh, in the knoll Loads of people texting in, and it's funny, You have to be of a certain age, but loads of people texting in about, on the old AB phones, you could tap out the numbers on the prongs for hanging up in the cradle. Zero was 10, taps nine for nine, etc., and get free calls. That was... Wow. Yeah. You was, remember those? Oh, yeah. Because I, I I had the I, more I, modern I remember, technology. I remember doing it. Like uh, the the, coin. the uh, uh, But it was so... But you do mm. it... And then, you know, if you got one wrong, yes. then it wouldn't work. So you had yeah. to start all over again. And you, I, I mean, you'd be tapping on the little prong. Thing. And, you, and
1: you'd get there eventually.
0: And you'd get there eventually. I mean, and, yeah. and, like, you couldn't make an international call. You'd be mm. there for a week <laughs> trying to uh, uh, trying to tap it out. Uh, someone else says, remember the campaign in the 80s, fronted by Bob Geldof? Phone wreckers are idiots. I don't remember that. Wow. Actually. Was, what, what exactly did,
1: was he trying to I, achieve? I
0: assume it was it was people, hmm. uh, um, uh, uh, people, to, you know, vandalizing phones. Which, oh, I see. Which, which, was, which was the thing? Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it was a bit idiotic. Covering them with stickers for yes.
1: I did that. Sex lines and all that kind of stuff. Not a sex line, but I used to have this, um, I think it was called Green Fingers, this little gardening business when I was about 15. And I used to put little cards inside the phone booths to try and get business. I got into such trouble. And somebody from, um, what were they called back then, Telekameron rang me up and threatened me with all sorts. Um, Did they? Because, you know, back then you just couldn't do such a thing because it was free advertising. But it worked. It
0: did work. Uh, Rory says, phone box uh, would be good on Grafton Street, so you can eat without the seagull stealing it from your hands. That's, you know. A little restaurant. A little restaurant, but that wouldn't really be for for phoning things. And uh, someone else says, now that Henry is an Irish citizen, uh, he he would want to stop saying things like making love in a phone booth. Instead, say writing in a phone box. So uh, that's... Okay, writing. Writing in a phone box. That's better. And I don't know if they were used, but they were used as places where people would meet. Yeah, no, exactly. People did. They
1: rode in a phone box. Um, The Courting, that's an Irish phrase for you. Yeah. Uh, They would, you know, get involved with a bit of courting because nobody wanted to be ringing up uh, the girlfriend or the boyfriend or the future wife or husband in front of the parents on the landline because everyone then knew that they rang, so they'd Head out to the phone box. Uh, I met this lad from air. He, uh, he was, you know, moving some wires about. Um, here's a, a technician, Eugene O'Brien.
2: I, I used many of them anyway over the years. Anyone was courting in my courting days in the 70s and 60s or I used So I used you to, were
1: courting, you'd have to like ring a girl I'll in the phone ringing. box? Oh,
2: yeah, be ringing, all right, no problem. Yeah, be sometimes tapped them too. And if you didn't have enough money, you'd always find money down the sides there, because the money used to it'd fall down the sides of the slab there. you take up the slab, there used to be coins in and around really? the side. Really? And oh, yeah. how
1: much was a phone call back then? About
2: two pence. Two p. Two p. yeah, that's all, it was in yeah. the 60s, 70s? Yeah, yeah 70s anyway, late 70s, middle 70s, 72. So really fond memories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, to, I'm sorry to see it in Go, anyway, but they're all being... There. They're vandalised anyway, especially in Dublin City Centre, they're all vandalised anyway. You couldn't couldn't preserve them anyway, but uh, I'd like to see some form of them. And these
1: new digital ones that are also advertising hoarding, what do you think of them?
2: Well, I suppose it's a good idea, at least to come to use anyway, but they can still hold the same structure be okay, you know. And they will be a
1: different structure, though. Does oh, that
2: matter? Oh, it would be, yeah. Well, they lose the charm, anyway, I'd, I'd imagine and there's charm there in the And why are they so charming?
1: Why is a phone box so charming?
2: Have you ever used one yourself?
1: I, I used to reverse charges to my parents all the time Yeah, yeah. Uh, across the UK and Ireland. It was yeah, 20p yeah. when I was growing up. Oh,
2: yeah, very good. That was the 80s, anyway, I'd imagine. Yeah, 80s and the 90s? Yeah, you know? yeah I, used to, I used to repair them, too, anyway, you know, but they were getting vandalised all the time, anyway, which is a shame, anyway. Well, what are your memories of the phone box? Well, it used to be a
3: great place to hang around. It's, we all met around the phone box in our village, and it was a great spot for everybody. It's a long time there, all right? It's a while well before my time. So it's, it's
1: great to have it in the area still, pres- preservation of it. And and do you like that, the fact that lots of yeah. towns and villages are bringing back the phone box, either with a Dfib This one has a touchscreen, a local finger touchscreen. You like it?
3: Oh, absolutely. It's great to see it. I'd like to have a bit of... Um, history around the village and it's there for preservation never taken away and it's great to have it on site in the village.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And they are, yeah, beautiful things it must be said. Uh, Someone says, back in the early 90s, my friend used to be a courier and travelled to the US a lot. To get the weather in New York for free, he'd ring the BA free phone number after 10pm at night as the calls to BA reservations were always routed to New York. He'd then ask the person on the phone to let him know what the weather was like. Genius. That's Unbelievable. That's so clever. Yeah. That's so clever. Uh Seamus says, just remembered, because that memory's just come back to him, I was once having a spliff on a snowy night in a phone box. Ah, yeah, you know, you want to shelter from the cold. A guard drove by in a, in a squad thaw's car and thought I was trying to phone a taxi and gave, gave me a lift home. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's, uh, yeah, what's that smell now? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it just happened to smell like that in the phone box. Uh, somebody else says in 1976, myself and my mate were youth hosteling on Ogia. It was flogging rain. Hostels were closed until 5 p.m. It was only 2 p.m. We were in the middle of nowhere except for a P&T phone box. Luxury place to make our ham sandwiches and shelter for a few hours. Two 16 year olds. Bit of a tight fit even for the kids. But hey, uh, we got dry. Yes, they had uh, many, many uses. And uh, another text that says, just referring back to that uh, advert someone was talking about, there was a phone wrecking epidemic in the 80s. There were no sex line flyers in phone boxes in Ireland. You had to go to Dirty Owl London uh, for that. I think they did eventually appear though. There was, somebody did mention that there was this Bob Geldof fronted uh, advert to uh, discourage people from wrecking phone boxes. This is how it went.
2: We don't need your. Wreckers are idiots.
0: Ah, oh, there you go. I, I, I was wondering which one singing was Bob Geldof there, so alright, that's, uh, that's the gist of it. So tell us mm. about these, uh, these new yep. gizmos they've installed instead.
1: So uh, basically they are adverts with a phone attached. They're grey, they're really, really boring looking, you'd hardly notice them. I was struggling to find them. I had the production team helping me. They are scattered around the city and there's, we heard there from um, a, a member of the public, there's one there outside the Davenport and there's others in obscure places, but basically it's so the advert can be seen, that's the whole point. They've got an information touchscreen for tourists. They do have a payphone as well. Uh, They take cards and coins. And basically you'd blink and you'd miss them. And here is Paul Murphy again uh, from the phone box, or the phone box man, uh, talking about uh, basically what these new things are.
4: They're there as phone boxes and they're replacing the phone boxes. But they're not phone boxes. They're advertising media, they have a big screen on the back of them and they're getting revenue from that people will possibly never use the phone in them and that's, that's a given but they're there because they don't have to get planner permission, they don't have to do anything the phone box is there, it's a phone box but there's a big dirty big so it's screen it's just a
1: hoarding? It's a big hoarding.
4: advertising hoarding they have a touch screen on the inside they say for, for visitors to get to find out where to go and I'm sure that's, that's a service that people will use
1: I don't see everyone, anyone ever making a phone call on them and in rural villages and towns, some of them now have defibs inside them.
4: That's right. Well, that's um, the customers I, I'm selling to are a lot of the tidy towns uh, in all the villages around the country. I've sold a lot. And they're putting defibrators into them. And that's, provi- that's providing a service to the community. Plus, they're getting the old phone box back that they, they had maybe 30 years ago was taken. And they still, they've been missing the phone box ever since. Uh, other, other uses would be outside pubs. Not so many outside pubs now because pubs... Don't have the money now, uh, but uh, I have one, one went to a guy who put it, he built a little bar off his house, in his house, a little home bar, and he put it outside as a urinal for the lads to run out and have a toilet. He put opaque glass in it, and another guy, one went to Ealing in London to an Irish builder uh, two weeks ago, and he's using it as a shower beside a swimming pool in his garden. That is amazing. You know, an so, Irish
1: guy with an Irish phone box yeah. as a shower in London, and that's <laughs> fantastic. But the issue here is sometimes they are used for antisocial behaviour. I'm thinking of um, the ones. There's a few uh, aircon ones that you can't quite get inside. Uh, that on, on a
4: stand. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think they're all. The plan is to is to is to take them down. I think, and that they will be replaced by the, the new one, which is is totally open, and uh, you've got it's like a little, it's like a kiosk more or less. As you've, you've got sides down, head height. And the back, and it. Um, but I, and I suppose they're not as they're not as 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 concealed for for that the uh, the antisocial behaviour.
0: Yeah. Somebody wonders about that advert. Did Pink Floyd get five p for every call made from an Irish phone box in nineteen eighty five? Paul says there was a phone box outside our house. Uh, we were the last people on the road to get a phone. My father used to say, "Why the hell would I get a phone when there's one outside the door?" People used to knock on our door to tell us there was a phone call for us. (laughs) They demolished it. After it malfunctioned for two... They demolished it after it malfunctioned for two months and you could ring anywhere in the world free of charge. The queues were down the road. John says in the 70s while on a school trip to the Priory Church in Tala we opened the padlock on the phone in the church and robbed all the penny coins. Dan says myself and my friends in our early teens used to stuff tissue up the coin reject slots so it built up for a while. We went back the next day, removed the tissue and jackpot. We never did go on to bigger criminal activities. Mary in Wicklow says, I used to go to the local pub and use the phone in the hall. I rang my sister who was studying nursing, but I didn't put money in. I used to press so many buttons after the English number that I finally cracked a code. I was able to talk to her for ages. They must have found out and took it away. It was great, Uh, says Mary and uh, someone else says, my friend went to San Francisco in the 80s as an au pair. She used to ring and reverse the charges and I'd be in the box and answer the US operator and I'd accept the call. You'd wonder why these things went out of business, really, Henry. <laughs> I, 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 it's totally yeah, baffling, it's, 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 really. There's, there's trust issues there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Henry, <laughs> thanks a million, as ever. Henry McCain there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.